0: chat, news and your views. Looking resplendent in the new Garda uniform is Sergeant Dennis Murphy who coordinates our Garda districts and he joins me now. Good morning to you Dennis. Good morning Alan. I have to say it's a very impressive. Uh, what do you think of it yourself?
1: Uh, we're very happy with Alan, very impressed with it. It's a, it's a bit of a change for everyone to see us in it but it's very comfortable and uh, we're, get, we're all getting used to it.
0: But, so this is kind of worn, it's, it's like a polo shirt isn't it? Although you have you have your Sergeant stripes and everything on it. That's and, right and, yeah. And the and, badge. And then yeah.
1: for formal occasions we're, we're keeping the older you uni- uniform with the uh, short and tie for matters like court and formal meetings, but this is for everyday patrolling, really, the, the outfit that I have on today.
0: And the actual pants that goes with that, is it kind of a tracksuit pants or what, is it? It's
1: like a combat pants, so it's really yeah. uh, suitable for the work we're doing. It's really um, g- a good fit, good material, so it's a, a bit of an improvement on, on the older pants.
0: And you have the polo shirt, there's a jacket that goes with it as well. That's right, there's yeah. two
1: jackets as well, and there's for us and on them for outdoor duties as well.
0: But the hat remains the same, does That's it? That's right, the hat, the hat, the stays, hat hasn't yeah. changed. Anyway, look... Uh, Maybe it's because I've just done the Hair, Beauty and Fashion Awards, Dennis, (laughs) I'm still in that zone. But anyway, we've now done a a fashion assessment of the guard Uniform. (laughs) Let's look at the big talking points. Back to school, we've already heard from independent councillor Leonard Kelly about people not running their car engines outside schools. He's looking at the environment side of it. But you want to talk about it, a couple of points, in particular cyber safety, and then you want to go on to motorist awareness.
1: Yeah, the first initiative uh, we have running at the moment from the National Cybercrime Bureau is the cyber safety in terms of photographs. Uh, obviously the time of year, kids back in school, people would be using um, for posting photos and that sort of thing online. So just. just just a couple of pointers for people in terms of removing any identified markers on your photographs before you post them online, removing the school logos or blurring them out of the kids and turning off the location data on your phone. It just means that when you post your photo online we all know you lose control of the photograph from there on, so this is just identifiable markers for your kids that they won't be identifiable as such on the screenshots on the phone. That's being run at the moment through the National Cybercrime Bureau, it's a a worthwhile initiative that we're we're supporting. I
0: mean there's a, a feeling that once it comes of social media, the bare minimum age you should be is thirteen. Is there a guided directive on, on social media? As There's a not. No,
1: Alan. We we would we would encourage people to follow that that advice. Really, uh, obviously, it's personal choice amongst everyone what they put up, and this would be our guidance for in terms of school uniforms and that sort of thing.
0: Next on to motorist awareness, as I said, uh, Councillor Kelly talked about uh, not having engines idling, but you want to look at it in even more detail. Are we talking about school crossings? What are we talking about? Yeah,
1: here? it's just I suppose time here, Alan again with people back just to remind people that ultimately the motorist is responsible for the safety of the kids who are cycling to school, who are walking to school, walking across school crossings. We'd ask people in terms of be aware of where the crossings are, be aware of the speed restrictions in the school zone and also parking around the schools. Um, we've, we've all seen that parking can be terrible at times. We're asking people to be very cognizant of the children and of other pedestrians and the issue it causes for them when vehicles are parked irresponsibly and illegally near schools obviously it'll start to become an issue again as as the school year commences and we just ask people to bear that in mind as they're parking and driving around the areas.
0: And will the Gardaí, uh, because I've seen an increased presence when it comes to speed vans, etc., will there be an increased presence outside schools on occasion or, or will there be community policing? When possible, schools?
1: Alan, yeah, and when resources are low, we absolutely, we would definitely be supporting it and uh, as I say, our priority would be the safety of the kids and whatever needs to be done to protect that, we, we will do what we can in terms of advising motorists and enforcing the law if needs be.
0: And courtesy is key, isn't it, Dennis? I mean, sometimes people will be their priority is to get their own child into school, but sometimes you have to be a little bit courteous, maybe that's the point you'd like to make as well That's
1: right, and everybody trying to get, I suppose, on top of the school gate really can be an issue so just ask parents to leave themselves a bit extra time, the extra walk uh, won't harm anybody,
0: uh, park a bit further away if needs be, and just uh, have some patience really. The next one, and I talked to one of your colleagues, Sergeant Colm, last week about this as well, it's a business watch initiative, and we spoke last week, Colm and me, about uh, shoplifting, is it becoming a bigger issue? Issue.
1: Yeah, it's definitely a prevalent crime at the moment. Um, I, I can definitely speak for Wexford Town where it, it is a huge issue. I suppose we have, have had a lot of success lately, and I would highlight some points in terms of where a couple of weeks back we had uh, one suspect who was arrested for four different thefts from the town on the same afternoon and found with the stolen property. He's currently before the courts. We also have some minor drug detections around the main street from groups of people around who have been stopped by Garda, obviously and searched and in relation to d- deterring antisocial behaviour our beat patrols are continuing uh, on a daily basis so I, I suppose it's a pro-arrest policy that Superintendent Doyle has. In well, front of
0: what there. is this is a pro-arrest policy? This
1: would be in terms of when there are suspects um, identified for thefts uh, particularly in the town centre things like that that the policy is to arrest and charge uh, immediately uh, when the evidence is available. A lot of the time we might do further inquiries in the background, things like that when needs be, but when we have enough evidence we're encouraged to charge and get the people before the courts to deter such behaviour.
0: And how is that speeded it up then, Dennis? Is it, it, could it be, it be in front of the judge in, in a matter of weeks?
1: In oh, a, a, yeah, yeah. a matter of weeks, even that day, a lot of the time we'll charge on the day and bring them across to the courts uh, complex in Wexford or in Gorey uh, wherever the court is sitting. If there's a court sitting in Wexford that day, yeah. these people will find themselves before the court.
0: Anyway, if you're, you're tempted do not be tempted because what you're, te- you're saying is you've been extra vigilant on this issue.
1: Absolutely and the, the extra patrols seem to be bearing fruit in that regard.
0: The Maritime Festival we'll be speaking to the organisers of that later on in the week. The Garda Mounted and Water Units, what's happening? You're, you're going to have a presence there are you? Yeah
1: we're going to have the Mounted Unit and the Water Unit down on Saturday. They're great supporters of the Maritime Festival so they'll be uh, present on the quayside with our local community policing unit and it promises to be a great day we always have great fun at the event and we'd encourage anyone to come to come see us, we'll have some information leaflets and uh, guard a tent there as well, so that should be a great occasion.
0: Sometimes, I know it's nothing to do with you, but uh, I had a number of people even text me last Friday because the Ornel helicopter was flying around is there a way, I mean, what are your thoughts on that? Sometimes I think people need to know if it's an exercise or if it's not an exercise. I'm sure there is a way where that's been done, Dennis.
1: Yeah, I do see notifications seem to be going from the Coast Guard for the training exercise. A lot of times yeah. we are, the Guard, are notified. Obviously, we, we don't put it out. In, of in course public, not. But we no. do have the information. So <coughs> it seems to be a regular thing now around Wexford, which is probably positive to see in a way as well, that it's just training exercises and there's so much
0: yeah. training going on. Yeah, I, and, and it's a separate issue to what you yeah. and I are talking about, but it's just, it came into my head there, and what we will do is I'll get onto to the Oralite, maybe they can notify us, that we can even put up on our Facebook absolutely. page, because people get worried when they hear about the helicopter flying over, and they think something has happened, and yeah, sometimes absolutely. it is the case, and sometimes it's not the case. Finally, the Garda Centenary celebrations, I watched this uh, with interest as the grandson of one of the first guards, uh, it must have been a wonderful occasion.
1: A great occasion, Alan, we had uh, a good representation from Wexford Division up in Dublin Castle, and March from Aggression Hotel on Saturday morning, so it was great to see. Um, enjoyed it immensely, and we put some photographs on our Facebook page, things like that. And I suppose just to remind people that our, our celebrations in County Wexford aren't over either for the year. We have uh, March commemoration, March coming up in Gorey in November for the, to mark the arrival of Garda in Gorey for the centenary, and the Garden National Sports Awards will be held in Wexford in November. So we'll have further detail when that gets a bit closer. But that's, that's going to
0: be a date. The National Sports Awards yeah, are coming that's
1: here. A big occasion for us in Wexford. and Wexford, Garda is. As well, so we're really looking forward to that and the event in Gori.
0: And what would they uh, entail? Would that would they be, uh, is it athletics or what is it? It's as? across the spectrum. It's, it's, it's really con- it shows the connection between
1: Angara Shikana and the world of sport and the p- active members involved in the Gardi and the retired members that have been um, even high profile people in sport and even people participating in everyday
0: sport. It's a, an opportunity to honour them and to mark their commitment to the, to the club. And most important of all is to give the contact numbers if you have them to hand or. or Anything else you'd like to add by way of conclusion?
1: Just for Wexford Garda Station, obviously we're always there to take calls, and anyone who has any queries or any information to give to us, it's uh, 053 916 5200 is our main number at the Garda Station.
0: And that, uh, and if someone rings in there, and there's, there's the Garda Confidential line as well. But to the main messages that you'd like people to engage with you, and the pop-up Garda Stations, have they have they been a big success?
1: Yes, they have, particularly in the Enniskerry area and New Ross areas. Very, very positive feedback on them and a great opportunity for people in the rural community to meet the Gardie.
0: Southeast Radio's morning mix chat, news, and your views. Alan Corcoran.